time, it's 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 time, Oh, good morning. Good morning, Angelique. Hey, DJ Amy. It's Thursday. All day. I'm sure Charlamagne will be joining us in a little bit, but good morning. Yes, good morning, good morning, good morning. You know, every single day I always say to myself, I'm going to go to bed early tonight. That didn't happen? Never happened. That actually happened to me last night. I actually went to sleep early. I slept a long time. I feel recharged, re-energized. I feel good. I well, see you was out and about, though. Tired. <laughs> you were touching the town. I seen you with Nori. I seen you. What did you do last night? Well, last night, first of all, I had to go do a podcast, right? Sex, Drugs, and Rock and Roll. Shout out to my guy, Ralph Sutton. That's his podcast. Mm-hmm. So me and L'Oreal uh, from Lip Service, we went and did his podcast. And then since I was out already, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, let me go say hi to Nori. He was having an album release party last night. Mm-hmm in the city and he was having it at a restaurant that the first time he ever went there I actually took him there at Julon Club at Julon Club okay and now he goes there all the time he actually has a locker and everything that's nice so I show up just to say hi I said I'm gonna stay for 20 minutes and then I'm out of here and I wound up being a longer time huh? ended up being stuck there forever but it was fun a lot of people showed up to show Nori's support because not only is he an artist but he's also media right. so Fat Joe was there Nas was there Dave East was there, Busta Rhymes, I Ra- see Mano. Raekwon, Mano. Yeah, everybody. And it was, it was really, really fun. I forgot to go. You didn't forget to go. You I did, going I anyway. swear I forgot to go. I was in the city last night for a little while, You too. did not forget to go. You wasn't going while. anyway. Well, shout out to Nori. He has an album coming out this week, right? Or Tomorrow. Friday? Tomorrow. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. his wife was with him, Neri. And they're always a very good time. Nori will not stop the party. Good. It Drop was on supposed the to end Nori, at 11. And I didn't get home till 1.30. Nice. That sounds like Nori. I'm sure he'll be pulling up here uh, this week. Yeah. Well, tomorrow has to be tomorrow if he's going to pull up. Week's almost over. Oh, yeah. It's Thursday already? It's yes, Thursday already. Thursday. Oh, my God. Yeah. Where does time go? So yesterday, you know, I've been uh, heavily, heavily, heavily on my uh, Monopoly stuff, trying to buy as many uh, properties as possible. So I try to go to uh, areas that uh, are pretty bad, pretty bad, pretty effed up, where, you know, people have destroyed the houses, houses were caught on fire, and I try to rehab those houses. So I got me one yesterday as well, so I'm back on my uh, Monopoly type of thing. So I'm excited about this. This is a, a big six-family house in Jersey, so... Got it what for, you going to do with it? I'm going to fix it up, rehab it, and rent it out. Low-income housing? Yep. Okay. Yep, 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 yep. It's actually uh, four three-bedrooms and three studio apartments that I found yesterday. So I'm excited about that. So back on my Monopoly stuff. And nice. uh, let's get the show cracking. I got some good contractors for you if you need them. In, in, the in city? Jersey. Okay. I need it. Front page news, what are we talking about? Uh, we are going to talk about uh, two New Orleans officers. Find out what they did to a man. They're rookies, by the way. And uh, they did something that was awful. Okay, we'll get into that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Yes, sir. This Let's is get- America. That's such a great song to lead into this morning's front page news. I mean, this is America. Yes. Well, what are we talking about? 
Well, let's talk about the two New Orleans officers. They're being charged after they allegedly beat up a man. Now, what happened was they assaulted, allegedly assaulted a man outside a bar early on Tuesday morning. John Galman and Spencer Satin are the two police officers who were arrested and charged with simple battery. They are already starting termination proceedings for both of them. And mind you, they just graduated in 2017, just last year, from the New Orleans Police Department Training Academy. Now, what happened was, according to the victim, Jorge Gomez, he said that he was at the bar and the two men began to question him over his nationality and his military service. They told him he was a fake American and that he wasn't in the National Guard either. He said, I told him I served a tour of duty in Iraq. So he was then attacked by the officers when he attempted to leave the bar. If you see the video, uh, you can see that he has severe injuries. He has all kinds of uh, stitches on his face. His eye is swollen shut. He had to get taken to an area hospital, and he has since been released. He said, we don't need that kind of police officer in the city of New Orleans. Oh, uh, that's an understatement. Yeah. Look at his face. Like, Jesus. Yeah, two awful. cops going to do that to you. Yeah, you don't need those kind of cops. You don't need those this kind of cops America. nowhere. Right. What else are we talking about? All right, now let's talk about this story. A state contractor from Ohio followed a black man to his home. Now, the reason that he was following him was that he said he cut him off on the highway while he was driving. The man, the black man, is named Charles Lovett, and he actually videotaped the whole entire incident. The man has been identified as Jeffrey Whitman, and he owns a company called Urias Heating and Cooling. And you can see the name of the company and the phone number on the side of the van. Here's what happened. Is there a reason why you just followed me to my house? You want to let me how much of a nigger I am? Yeah, I want to let you personally know how much of a nigger you And so I'm a nigger because? Because you don't because you don't follow signs. I'm I'm rude because you don't know how to read signs. Listen, niggers, put the phones down and start whipping their ass. Like, if you going to follow yeah, you I'm home, you, you gonna follow, if you gonna follow you home and start talking crazy myself, you like that, yeah. instead of pulling out the phone and recording and showing people random acts of racism, start showing some random mm-hmm. uh, acts of ass whipping. You follow me on my property. Like, Jesus Christ, it ain't, it ain't rocket science here. Now, Jeffrey Whitman said to him, uh, you feel entitled because you get everything for free. That's what he told uh, the black man, Charles Lovett. How you know them crackers ain't trying to go viral like uh, other people? How that, you know they ain't clout chasing? I could all, all, they know all you're going to do is pull out the phone and record me and put me online. Charles Lovett posted the footage on Facebook on Tuesday, and he also posted a description of what allegedly went down. And, you know, this guy is a state contractor, so he posted all that information. Now, at first, Jeffrey Whitman was unapologetic for everything that he did and for his racism. Then he started then losing after, his jobs yes, and losing that contract. After his company started getting blasted online, then he said, I didn't follow him home. He said, the way I confronted him, I confronted him as, hey, you cut me off. I don't know if it makes it right or wrong. All I can say is I grew up with it, and it's not a big deal for me. Y'all got to stop trying to go viral because everybody's, like, you're letting somebody violate you just to go viral. Like, they're pulling up on yeah, you, calling I'm me the you. N-word, and you pulling out your phone, recording it. Like, what are you calling yeah, me just you. so you can repost it later? Nah. You going to follow me home? Nah, I'm with my family. Nah. Well, I think, I think the point is not just to go viral. I think the point is to actually hit him in the pockets and show people the type of person that he is so that you hurt his business you need to get hit in and forehead. expose a person. And, yeah. and I completely agree with that. And after you get a few seconds of that footage, punch him in the face. Because then now he has a case of oh, assault please. against you. That's what you, you want, Steve. Nah. Steve, the white guy in the room is saying, no, don't do that. Yeah, of course you wouldn't want that no, to happen to no. you. No, you, come, you, you follow me home? <laughs> no, no. no. First, of all, me no. first of all, I'm letting the dog go. The dog's going to attack you. And then I'm, I got to defend myself <laughs> and protect myself. So I got to carry. I got to get my legal gun and say, step on my property again, I feel. I don't That's know what it. you're here for. Michelle Obama say when they go, Low, you no. know, we no, go follow high. Me home. Nope. Nope. And you go when they go low, we take it to the floor. Well, right I can away. appreciate I seeing the all crib. these people lose Mm-mm. their jobs and lose their business when they do go viral. I think that's dope. It's gonna, that's gonna happen too. But he, he should have got his ass with. Mm-hmm. At least a punch in the face. All right. Well, 
All right, well, that's front page news. At least a dog biting him in the ass, one or the other. <laughs> you love that damn dog. <laughs> you know, man, I'll, let, I'll let that dog go in anybody. You come on my property. Woof, 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 woof. All right. That bark ain't going to scare nobody. If you sound like that, you need to get a new dog. I hope you're not paying money I'm for gonna bring, I'm going to bring him like up here for you tomorrow. <laughs> I've seen that German shepherd before. I'm, he's, I'm, give him a Jolly Rancher. He'll be fine. Yeah, all right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent. Hit us up right now. Or if you feel blessed, all right, you can tell them why you're blessed as well. 800 585 51051. Get it off your chest. Hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Pick up the mother, mother phone and die. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So you better have the same energy. Yeah. Hello, who's this? Hey, it's Gabe from Orlando. What's up, what's up Gabe? What's up? What up, Gabe? Get it off your Not chest. Much, man. Hey, yo, so you know I'm from Orlando, and uh, I just want to talk about uh, you guys are, um, you know, trying to tell people to, um, if people follow you, to beat them up. I don't think that's the way to do it. You already know about Trayvon Martin. Somebody followed him, he beat him up, and then got killed. So I don't think that's the way to do it either. Angela Yee's right. Just, uh, you know, try to go viral, try to get those people... Uh, less money and uh, keep it moving. Right. I mean, you can never predict what's going to happen. If somebody's not physically aggressively attacking you, then I could see why you would film them. If I would never tell well, I want to say this. God bless, Trayvon, yeah, exactly. God bless Trayvon Martin, but, you know, some people that you're going to follow home, they're going to have something in that house that can protect them the same way George Zimmerman had something on him. Yeah. You know, George Zimmerman ain't the only person on the, in America that can stand his ground. Follow me home. I, I gotta protect my family. Hello, who's this? Wayne. Wayne, get it off your chest. Hey man, I'm feeling real good today, man. My boy, he's about to go. We about to go to Montreal, Canada, to celebrate his bachelor's party. He's getting married in September, so you know, ain't got work today, tomorrow. Away from that stress. It's a big weekend out there this weekend. It's uh, just for laughs, I think, in Montreal this weekend. Yeah, I think so. And then Comedy festival. All right. Well, where, where you coming from? Salisbury. All right. Well, just be careful. Make sure nobody ain't got no no uh no felons because they will stop you and ask you a zillion and one questions. Oh, most definitely. No, we're gonna be getting there. We getting back in one piece. All right, brother. Be safe. Hello, who's this? What's up, baby? Hey, what's up, Trav? Trav. Hey. Hey, boo. How you doing, babe? I'm good, honey. That's good to hear. What's up, Charlemagne? Trav, what's up, sis? Your, your entry in the rear never ceases to amaze me, man. You just get in through the, the back door every day. It's, oh it's amazing. What's up, Trav? <laughs> Listen, I want to talk about my, about my cousin, man. She almost got me killed Uh-oh. on my birthday. What happened? And so I was, I was finally telling her about herself yesterday, and she got a whole attitude with me and didn't understand what she did wrong. What she do? So on my, on my birthday, I went to go see Chris Brown, right? Uh, we saw yeah. we saw that on Instagram. <laughs> you was living your best life. So, I was. His concert was amazing. But so after the concert, mind you, we're in Camden, Camden, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Okay. So not a good place to concert, die. Not a good place. <laughs> so BB&T Pavilion is a one way in, one way out parking lot. Whoa. So my cousin was parked in a parking spot. People trying to like leave out. My cousin wanted to get out the parking spot. This this, this boy wouldn't let her out the parking spot. So she basically forces herself out the parking lot. So, like, they're going back and forth. She didn't want to, she wanted to get out the parking space. He wouldn't let her out the parking space. We end up getting into an accident in the parking lot. So, it's my two cousins in the front seat. There's two girls. I was sitting in the back. So, the boy jumps out the car, like, going ham, like, going off. So, now you got to jump and, out the car. Yeah, so now I got to get out the car because it's, it's, I was with all girls. And I was in, he didn't see me in the back seat. So, I jump out the car. Uh-oh. But then... It's popping now. So basically, so like, like he was, I understand why he was mad, though, because my cousin was drunk. So, I get out the car, like, yo, bro, it's not that serious. I'm you have insurance for. So, he hits me with a... 
I bet, and starts walking off fast to the car. Oh, you know what that so, means? He about to go get the hammer. <laughs> I know the type of dude that anytime they say I bet and start walking off fast to the car, it's a problem. Yeah, hundred percent. So, so then, so he goes to the car. So he jumps in the car, and his girlfriend's in the car. So I see her like lean over, and in my head, I'm thinking to myself like, Yo, this is my cousin's fault. Now I got to fight, or he about to pull out a gun on me because she acting stupid. So I'm trying to tell her last night like, Yo, you could have like really, it could have been a bad situation. Because of you, because you was drawling. So what did he get out the car? He didn't get out. He got in the car and saw his girlfriend lean over, and he just never got back out the car. So his girlfriend calmed his ass down. Trav, let me tell you something, Trav. Trav, listen. You haven't lived until you've almost died on your birthday. Okay? (laughs) Have a blessed day. I'm 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 glad you're still here with us, Trav. It wasn't a good story, but all right, y'all. I just had to get that off my chest. All right, Trav. Bye. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Yes. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? What's up, DJ Hensley? What's up, bro? Who's this? Yo, this is Wayne, man. What's up, Wayne? Get it off your chest. Yo. All right, yo, that's what I'm saying, Sean. Angela Yee. Hi, boo. Yeah. What's up? How you doing? Yo, I'm, I'm on my way to work, and um, I always, I tune into you guys every day, religiously, religiously, every day. And I just want to say, y'all, what y'all doing is great. I recently just got married. My Congratulations. Wife, my wife. Thank you. Uh, me and her, we got two kids together. Um, I got cut off, man. Like, I have no friends now. Not saying that's what? a bad thing, but... I had a number of eight homies, like. Well, that's what happens when you get married, bro. Friends. You get married, and you got you start a new yeah. life. I mean, no, not everybody. I just became a part of the FMC community. You know what I mean? I, I became faithful to my wife. You know, I used to go to the strip clubs back in the day and all that. And uh, I cut all that off, man. Like my wife, of two kids, we don't deserve. She don't deserve that. Damn Absolutely. right. How old are you? How, how old are you, sir? I'm 26. Oh and man, I love wow. young members. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love young members I mean, of the faithful male community. Well, congratulations, no, and you can still go so out. Wait, you you can take your wife with you. You can't be faithful yeah. and have friends. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I'm trying, but they're like, oh man, you. You now you boot up, you boot up, and you, can't, up. you can't let a stripper. You can't give you. You can't let a stripper give you a lap dance no more. Nope. Come on, man. Back in the day, this night, sir. Nope. It that's, don't. That's it don't really mix either, though, man. When you got friends that are like single. still out there on the prowl, nope. You can't be the only married person in a crew of single friends still out there on the prowl. It ain't gonna work out, bro. Hello. Hey, what's up, man? How y'all doing this morning? What's up, man? Get it off your chest. Yeah, man, I just met Reckless TV off of Instagram. I just pissed off because I think my body's getting used to my pre-workout. And I was just wondering, is there anything or any suggestions that I could use, you know what I'm saying, to uh, get me back in shape? Which, I mean, I'm already in shape. Don't get it twisted. But, you know what I'm saying, I just want to tone up a little bit. How's your diet? Sounds like diet. Yep. Sounds like you need to change your diet, brother. So is there like a Pacific, like strict plan that I can use or look at? I don't know a Pacific plan. I I know a Pacific Ocean. I think it's tailored (laughs) different for everybody depending on what it is that you eat now, you know, how much you work out. Cut out fried food. You eat a lot of fried food? Uh, only fried food. I eat is chicken. I got to have my chicken. Okay, well, no fried chicken. You should have your chicken grilled. No white rice. No white bread. No carbs. No fried food. No sugar, brother. All right. Okay, that sounds pretty good. And make sure y'all check out my media page. It's going fast. It's hot right now. Better the words on academics. It's Reckless TV. R-E-C-K-L-E-Z-Z-T-V. All right, brother. Okay, and drink a lot of water. Hello, who's this? This is Buddy Love. What's going on? Buddy, get it off your chest. Oh, man, I'm mad that I'm at work right now. I'm supposed to have been out of here by 4 o'clock, and I'm going to be here till about 9 o'clock. At least you got a job, bro. Are you getting paid more for that? Uh, not really. That's Which, the sad part. What, so you get paid the same amount? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm getting paid the same amount. Yeah, yeah. 
Wow. At least you got a job, brother. There's a lot of people out there that ain't got a job. Well, he's venting. I know, but he's venting but about being out. at work till nine. But What's see, up? check this out, though. I've been working since four o'clock yesterday morning. I'm a transporter. Whoa, that's a long time now. It's very long time. But very be careful on them roads, man. All right, we feel your pain. Ah, uh, thank you, thank you. All right, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up. Yeah, we got rumors on the way? Yes, imagine getting married to somebody and then finding out they owe over a million dollars. Oh, whoa. Isn't that your debt, too, then? Yes, it is. We'll tell you who that happened to. All right, we'll get into that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Michelle Williams. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, we told you about Michelle Williams. She had posted last week, for years I've dedicated myself to increasing awareness of mental health and empowering people to recognize when it's time to seek help, support, and guidance from those that love and care for your well-being. Today, I proudly, happily, and healthily stand here as someone who will continue to always lead by example as I tirelessly advocate for the betterment of those in need. She announced that she was going to be taking some time for herself and checked into a mental health facility to receive treatment for depression. Well, she posted, and you know it was her birthday on Monday. Yep. She said, I feel the love. I just wanted to let you guys know I'm better. And then she said, progress, not perfection. Drop on the clues bonds with Tanitra, Michelle Williams. I, I mean, I mean, we was uh, communicating. She said the same thing to me. She said, tell everyone I feel the love, and it's been overwhelming, and she can't wait to talk to the people soon. Nice. Right, so she was out and about with her fiancé, Chad Johnson, and that was on Tuesday. They were celebrating her birthday, so glad to see that she did go get treatment that she knew she needed and feels better. Hey, man, sometimes you got to go through these trials and tribulations. You come out a better person on the other side. Mm-hmm. All right, Stevie J, now he's having some more financial issues. Now, you know, recently he has to pay $1.3 million in restitution for two out of his five children. Well, now the state of Georgia is saying that he didn't pay taxes for three years. So apparently... Sheesh. He owes over $110,000, so that's just another amount of money that he has to pay. It could be worse. I thought you were about to say $1.1 million something. No, nah, but now they got to pay. She got to she gotta pick that up. They buried. Faith Evans. She yes. Got, she got it. <laughs> that's not what she hey, probably man, I'm sure. Tell death well, to he should have it, too. To sickness and in health. He's been on over 120 episodes of Love and Hip Hop. How much he get paid, though? Yeah, I'm sure he gets paid a decent amount. He probably run through that money, too. He probably spends a decent amount. I mean, he has five kids already. But when you're married, isn't his debt your debt, too? Yeah, when you're married, yeah, When you get married, yeah, yeah, so they owe. sickness and in health through the IRS, (laughs) Richard and the FBI. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'd have been like, look, we're not going to get married till you work out that debt. (laughs) All right, Shaq, he has a new show coming to Facebook Watch, and it's all based on his new Vegas restaurant that he's going to be opening called Big Chicken. The show is called Big Chicken Big Shack. Big Chicken. Yeah, Big Chicken. So it's an eight-episode reality series, and it's going to basically show what's going on as they try to make sure they open on time against the clock. He said viewers will be able to tell me what kind of dishes they like, decor, probably ask about designs. I'm going to make them feel like this is their spot too. We're going to make it like a big contest. We'll be flying people in, inviting people to taste test, stuff like that. All right, Uber drivers, don't get beat up in Vegas when black people jump in the car and say they want to go to a restaurant. You just assume they want to go to Big, big Chicken. Chicken. <laughs> All right? You know, Shaq wants to be mentioned more in the Breakfast Club, so. Shout to Shaq. Shaq, we'll come out there and check out Big Chicken next Drop time. Drop one of those bombs with Shaq. Okay. Shaq is also on Shark Week, on Discovery Channel's Shark Week, by the way. Shaq does Shark Week. He goes inside of a custom-built underwater cage surrounded by sharks, looking pretty nervous because one shark actually squeezed inside the cage with him. 
Shaq, you have nothing to be nervous about. All the no. sharks think you're one of them, as big as you are. Uh, All right? <laughs> okay. Listen, I'm nervous for him. My goodness. Put, All a, right. put a fin on your back and you'll be fine. You blend right in. And Kendrick Lamar will be appearing on an episode of Power. He'll be on the fifth episode of this fifth season. Mm-hmm. The episode is called Happy Birthday. It's going to air on Sunday, July 29th. How is that going to fit? Because Kendrick is so West Coast. Everything about him is so West Coast. Mm. How, how is that going to fit in the power? He we'll can come to, wait the, to see what character he He can he still plays. be from the West Coast and be in... New York or something. Yeah, we'll see. All right. And, um, you know, 50 Cent posted on Instagram, I was going to bring Floyd, but nobody had time to help him memorize the scripts. He's still going, huh? Yeah, he, yeah he's still going hard. He just posted something like five minutes ago. I'm sure Floyd can memorize Well, Floyd also posted himself having a conversation with 50 Cent's son. And uh, his son posted, how does my uncle look my age? Hashtag money call. No, seriously. Why can't Floyd memorize the script? I mean, I know, I, I know it's a good, you can't read joking, but what they got to do with memorizing the script? You get somebody to read the lines to you and you remember the lines. Floyd can read the script. Yes, he can read. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right, Miss Yee. Front page news next. Yes, we are going to talk about a driver who followed a black man home. He was white, uh, and repeatedly called him the N word. We'll tell you who this man is. Did and he what ask happened. him if he want to go to Big Chicken? No, he didn't ask him if he want to go to Big Chicken. We'll talk about it when we come back. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get some front page news. What are we starting, Yee? Well, let's talk about Larry Nassar, the convicted child molester. He's serving 40 to 175, 175 years in prison. Remember, he sexually assaulted more than 150 women and girls while he was a doctor for Michigan State University and Team USA Gymnastics. Well, according to court documents, he was assaulted within hours of being released into general population back in May. He suffered injuries in the attack, but right now they do not have the details surrounding the incident. Everything's a little bit unclear. Oh, there's no point. details. That's been going on since the beginning of time. You go to jail for a, a charge like that and you in general population, you definitely get it. He should get assaulted for that, for what he did to them girls. All right, now let's talk about this state contractor from Ohio. He has been identified as Jeffrey Whitman, a white man who followed a black man to his home and stayed in his driveway, uh, right outside his driveway, and called him the N-word repeatedly, all because he said that the man cut him off while driving. Now, Charles Lovett is the man, the black man, who actually videotaped this incident and put it up on his Facebook. Here is what happened. Is there a reason why you just followed me to my house? You want to let me know how much of a nigger I am? Yeah, I want to let you personally know how much of a nigger And so I'm a nigger because... Because, because you don't rude. because you don't follow signs. Rude. I'm, I'm rude because so you don't know how to read signs. Put the phone down and punch him in his face. Okay, I understand that you want to record him because you want to get him in trouble at his job or whatever, but put the phone down and punch him in his face. Well, the contractor, Jeffrey Whitman, has a company called Uriah's Heating and Cooling, and he has now apologized for his rant, but they said he only did that because his company started getting blasted online. Initially, he was unapologetic, and he told the news, I didn't follow him him home. The way I confronted him, I confronted him as, hey, you cut me off. Sir, we saw the video footage, okay? You can't make things up. What is he apologizing for? Racist? need their air conditioners fixed too so other races will still support the business well listen <laughs> I'm sure not. Yeah. a lot of people have been losing business yeah, and state losing contracts their jobs and these like, I like how you double down on that n-word Richard and give you more business yeah, no 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 he had state contracts it's, it's a wrap for him right and it should be as racist as he is all right, well, that's front page news. Now, let's talk about it. Let's definitely, definitely discuss that. 800-585-1051. Now, you, you're driving home, and, and, you know, somebody cuts you off, and they follow you home, and then when they follow you home, they start calling you the N-word. 
What do you do? 800-585-1051. A lot of people hit Charlemagne and I on Instagram and Twitter and was like, no, you shouldn't fight back. You should just tape it and make it viral. You know, Charlemagne and I believe, well, I would have let my dog go. You know, I, you know, I have a German Shepherd, fully trained, fully attacked. And I have a, a Belgian Maliwa, both of those dogs. I definitely a what? A Belgian Maliwa. That's not like a good pancake at IHOP. What? It's not like I got a lot of whipped cream on it. You remember the Belgian Maliwa I brought up here? I mean, I don't be remembering nothing. Oh, well, I would definitely let them dogs go. And if he stepped on the property, I mean, I would have to defend myself because I'm, I'm scared. I, yeah, I, I thought about this too, right? If, if you notice somebody's following you, I think the first thing you should do is call 911. Like, that's the first thing you should do. You should call the police and be like, look, man, somebody's following me. I'm on such and such street. I'm headed towards my house. And by the way, if they're following, if you don't go to your house, yeah, don't go to your house, but tell them that you're about to pull up somewhere so the police know, you know, where to, where to pull up with you. Well, I, I applaud Charles Levitt for not losing his cool during that situation and filming him the way that he did and making it go viral. And I encourage everybody to continue to leave terrible reviews for this man and press him. But it takes a lot for you to actually keep your cool in a situation like that. It is. It's not an easy thing it's to do. It's definitely not. See, the only and thing... situations can escalate and you could end up in something even worse. You're right. See, the only thing with going home, and, and I agree with you, don't, don't go home, but see, I got enough things at home that I can protect myself. Yeah. See, if I'm in the street and you're chasing me, you might have something that I got to run from. But if I'm at home, we kind of playing on fair, that's if, what, if, but, you know, but, level level playing ground. And that's why you, you, you can call 911 and lead them to your house. Mm -hmm. So at least when the police get there and then, you know, you can tell your people come downstairs with that thing. Right. You know? There's a body on the, on the lawn. I need you to come That's all up. I'm saying. It's, all a right. lot, it's, a, it's a lot of ways to handle this situation. Right. I just feel like something has to happen because you can't just keep pulling out your phone to record. You know, sometimes you got to punch somebody in the mouth for just being disrespectful and using those words so loosely. You gonna follow me to my house to call me the N-word? You can't just pull up on the side of me at the light and scream N-word at me? Exactly. You coming to my house to I'm tell me that? That's a threat. I'm th I'm you scared. following me home, I feel like you really want to do something to me. You coming to my house, you, you really want to do something to me. Well, let's open up these phone lines. 800-585-1051. You're driving. Somebody follows you to your home. What do you do? It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. That was Cardi B, I Like It Like That. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us uh, during front page news, Yee reported this story. Yes, we were talking about a state contractor from Ohio. His name is Jeffrey Whitman. He has his own company. He was driving his own company van, and he followed a black man, Charles Lovett, to his home, calling him the N-word repeatedly. Is there a reason why you just followed me to my house? You want to let me how much of a nigger I am? Yeah, I want to let you personally know how much of a nigger you And are. so I'm a nigger because? Because, because you don't rude. because you don't follow signs. Just because you're rude. I'm, I'm rude because so you I, don't know how to read signs. So the question is 800-585-1051. What would you do in that situation? Uh, first of all, I always think somebody is following me home because I got too. terrible anxiety. So I'm always paying attention to stuff like that. But if for some reason I'm not paying attention, looking down at my phone or something, and somebody follows me home, they're probably getting shot. At the least, I'm drawing my weapon. But that's after I call 911, okay? Yeah, I'm definitely going to call 911 as well. And, you know, I, I got to get home because I want to I wanna play on the same ground as you are. So now, you know, you, you want to call me names. Once you step on my property, I feel threatened. I got five kids. I got a mother-in-law. I got a wife. I feel threatened. I got to defend myself. I'm going to let the dogs go. If the dogs don't work, then, hey, I got to defend myself. The best way I know. I have a, I, I'm, you know, legally licensed. Yeah. 
you know, homeowner. I, and, I carry a couple weapons. And so. I don't know if it's my anxiety or what, but I'm always checking to make sure somebody not following me home. Me too. And I'm the type of person that if I'm driving and a car been behind me too long, I start going down different routes and me stuff too. just to make sure that they're not following me. Me too. I, I'll tell you one even better. I got invisible fence around my house. You know what invisible fence is? No. It's for all the dog owners. So the dog will stay in the vicinity of your house. So they will stay on your property. So I can leave the dog out at long periods of time to make sure they can always protect my property. So once I'm on my property, the dog is waiting, waiting for me. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, that, but that, yeah, I got a little anxiety. I ain't gonna lie, though. I was like, well, what kind of money is Envy getting that he got an actual invisible fence? <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, what, is, what does that mean? Like, it like electrocutes them, right? Like a real fence. It'll shock them, yeah. It won't electrocute them, but it, it'll give them a little shock. <laughs> yeah. until they Sounds a little them. cruel. I don't that don't know. work on humans? I'm sure. If you want to put that collar on you, I'm sure. Oh, okay, okay. Well, you want to put that collar on you on some kids or something? What, what, what do you mean? Why would you try that? I mean, you never know. Depending on what kind of neighborhood you well, live in. Well, for myself, I would just make some phone calls to the people that live around my block to let them know I'm pulling up and somebody's been following me. And I would call 911 also at the same time just to make sure that I'm safe. All right. Well, let's and go. And I would film just like uh, Charles Lovett did. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Brenda from Florida. How are you? Brenda. Brenda, you sound angry. Oh, yeah. I, you know, in Florida, you face a lot of racism anyway. Um, you know, as Charlemagne said, only crazy people live in Florida. So That's true. Um, Glad you know. But, <laughs> but if I was followed, me as a female, I probably, I know I wouldn't go home. I probably would call one of my brothers or cousins exactly. or and say, hey, they're following me, you know, meeting at a gas station, you know, so they can punch him in the face for saying stuff like that and then call a you know, call the police, but I've had racism just the other week. I had, you know, a member of the CAC want to say something racist to me. You know, he tried to give me this corny joke, you know. What was, was the like, joke? Well, I was in the store and he was like, hey, can I tell you a joke? I'm a nice person. I'm like, yeah. And he was like, so how do you peel a banana with no hands? And I'm like, I don't know how. He said with a monkey, get it? So I looked at him and I'm like, okay, well, can I tell you a joke? And I was like, well, how do you eat chili without hands? And he said, I don't know. I say with crackers. Crackers? <laughs> Red as a beat. Hey, that's what I'm talking about. You my kind of girl. That's what I'm talking about. I love you. You hear me? I waited for one of those to do that to me. I've been like, okay. That's how I be feeling. She had that joke already. But you got to be. That's how I be feeling. I'll be like, yo, how y'all just be letting these people. Yo, I be feeling the same way. You got to let that same energy get right back to them. I love it. 800-585-1051. If you're driving home and somebody follows you home and starts throwing out all type of racist terms towards you, what do you do? It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about this uh, story that we did in Front Page News. You want to explain to them what happened, Yee? Yes, Jeffrey Whitman, who's a contractor, followed a black man home because he says the man cut him off on the road, he followed Charles Lovett to his home and was outside his driveway and calling him the N-word repeatedly. Is there a reason why you just followed me to my house? You want to let me how much of a nigger I am? Yeah, I want to let you personally know how much of a nigger And so I'm a nigger because? Because you don't because you don't follow signs. I'm rude because you don't know how to read signs. All right, so we're asking, 800-585-1051, what would you do? Let's go to the phone lines. We have... Bana. Yes? Hey, now, what would you do if this man followed you home? If he followed me home, I feel like you were too damn bold. If you're that bold to follow me home, I'm bold enough to pull out the nine and tell you you're either going to leave in your car or you're going to leave in a body bag. Which one? It's your choice. You're on my property. I'm feeling 
threatened, what's up? That's Ooh, what I'm saying. I like that. I, I said, if you follow me to my house, you're either getting shot at the least, I'm drawing my weapon on you. Right. Thank you, mama. Exactly. Hello, who's this? This is Jet. Jet, what's up, bro? Now, if this, this guy followed you home and started throwing racist terms at you, what would you do? Hey, man, I'm telling you, all I do is think of the ghost of Mississippi. Ain't no way you gonna body me in my driveway with my kids inside. Homie gonna get it, man. Ain't no, ain't no talk about it. Okay. Lord is born. Stop putting men in these uh, these positions, man. You putting us in uncomfortable positions. Like you follow me to my house. I'm with you. In this day and age. Hello, on, who's man. this? Hey, good morning. This is Pam from Harlem. Good morning, family. What's going on? Now, now, what would you do if somebody followed you home? You were you were driving around and maybe he was cursing you out and followed you to your crib and started c- throwing racist terms at you in Harlem. Well, well for one, I'm not going home. Okay. I'm gonna lead him to Pookie. That's dumb for him to go. Once I realize somebody's following me in a cracker, doesn't call me this, this, and that, that's very dangerous, especially now today. Yo, I'm surprised he's not from Florida, right? Charlemagne, is he from Florida? Nah, he wasn't from Florida. Listen, listen, I would not go home. That is a very dangerous situation. You put your family in danger. You don't know what people are thinking nowadays and what they'll do. Um, yeah, I would have to lead him to Pookie to the hood. You yeah. Pull him, yeah, you pull up right to the hood. Pull up right to the trap. And say, say that again. John. Yo, what's going on, man? What's up, John? Now, now what would you do in this situation, John? Offer him Felicia. Well, see, I'm a, I'm a Navy vet, you know what I mean? So I got that thing on me always. Hey. So, I mean, first off, if you come into my crib or my family lay, that's straight up disrespectful, bro. So I'm going to have to pull something out on you. You're going to have to see it. I may not pull it, but if you come into my house and disrespect me like that, you liable to get dis- disrespected too. That's what I'm saying. The least you do is draw down on them. I will say though, man, I'm telling you, I got I, my anxiety is very bad. I'm very paranoid, so I'm always in my rearview mirror checking for people behind me like that. Me I think everybody should too. do the same. Me too. Hello, who's this? My name is Anthony, man. I'm from New York, but I live in Wilson, North Carolina now. Okay. Now, Anthony, what would you do if somebody followed you home and then started, you know, throwing racist terms and remarks at you? It could vary, you know. It depends. The person get out their car, you know, you might have to handle it how you got to handle it, but everybody want to be a pacifist and do the right thing, but nobody really know what they're doing in that situation. Everybody will act different. I know, I, don't think, I know I'm not going to pull out my phone and record it. No, I don't no, think no, that'll be on my house. I think it was very effective in this situation. Now, nah, you come to my house. I'm too nervous. I, I, I don't want to pull out my phone. I'm scared. You I'm, coming to my crib? No. Yeah, I'm Mm-mm. thinking about, especially if you're a man with a family in the house. You got you thinking about, first of all, not letting somebody take you away from your family, and now you got to protect your family from that person. No. No, what's the moral of the story? The moral of the story is simple, man. Uh, you, can, you can't force a person to show you respect, but you can refuse to be disrespected. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, for, for everybody out there that has kids at an early age, and I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing, but I teach my kids and I show my kids when I'm driving home and we coming home to look in the rearview mirror and see who's following Word me and make born. sure. And I, and, and I do this now with my daughter and my son. And my, my daughter's 16, my son is 14, just so when they start driving, they know to look for the same things to make sure nobody's following at home. Maybe okay. it's just my anxiety. I'm Maybe just, I'm just scared. I don't know. I know I'm the same way. I got I'm, I'm very anxious. I got anxiety. I'm paranoid, but I'm always checking the rearview mirrors. Okay. Mm-hmm. And sometimes if you pull up behind me at the light, blasting your music a little too loud, I'm gonna get scared too. Okay. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I, I might I might grip up in that moment. All right. You know, my dad taught me that. But anyway, yeah, we got rumors on the way. Yes, we'll talk about Serena Williams. She feels that the drug test that she's being given is discrimination, and we'll tell you why. All right. I agree with her. We'll get into all that when we come back. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to these rumors. Let's talk some tour updates. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela, Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. 
Well, for everybody excited for the Aubrey and the Three Amigos tour, that was supposed to start July 26th in Utah. These dates have been adjusted. They are now starting the tour August 10th in Kansas City, Missouri. So make sure you check and see if you are planning to go, what your date has been rescheduled to. If you were planning to go anytime before August 10th, all right, Lauren Hill, in the meantime, has canceled several of her miseducation tour dates. Now, everything was going uh, pretty smooth up until Toronto. That's when people were complaining about her being late. late. There was some sound quality issues. I actually went to the show right after that, which was in Detroit. Uh, that went kind of late as well. So shows in Charlotte and Raleigh, St. Petersburg, Florida, and Virginia Beach were either canceled or postponed. So make sure you check before you go to that tour date. Uh, the Virginia Beach show was originally scheduled for July 5th. That was pushed to August 15th. Um, when I went to go see the show, it was Santi Gold, it was Dave East and Buster Rhymes, but there's different people joining her on different tour dates. Sizz is going to be on some, um, De La Soul, Dave Chappelle, MIA, ASAP Rocky. So just make sure you check it out. All right, Serena Williams feels that she is being discriminated against. They are actually drug testing her more than other tennis players. Now, just this year alone, Serena's been tested five times. Other U.S. women's tennis stars like Madison Keys and Sloane Stevens, they've only been tested once each. Wow. Right, so that does seem like a lot. Um, so she posted on Twitter, and it's that time of the day to get a randomly drug tested and only test Serena. Out of all the players, it's been proven I'm the one getting tested the most. Discrimination? I think so. At least I'll be keeping the sport clean. Hashtag stay positive. But I'm ready to do whatever it takes to have a clean sport, so bring it on. I'm excited. Oh, she keeps testing positive for black girl magic. Drop on the clues bombs for Serena Williams, <laughs> damn it. Okay. That's a crazy, though. That, Five that times that, that already. Been, that woman has been consistently great for eons now. Now you're going to start drug testing her? Stop it. Now, Common had something to say about this. He was asked about the whole drug testing situation, and here's what he said. They obviously, if they're testing her more than anyone else, it's, it's a reason for that. It's in, in that. Whether it's conscious or subconscious, and I would say conscious, it's the fact that, you know, that she's a black woman. They're looking for some reason to, to be able to take her down or discredit her. They're trying to figure her out. They're trying to figure out why she's great. They keep drawing yep. her blood because they want to clone her. That's what she actually said she feels like maybe they are trying to clone her. That's exactly what they're trying to do. Don't, listen, I don't, I don't put nothing past these white people. They are drawing her blood because they're trying to clone her, okay? All right, now, Demi Lovato, let's give you an update on what they know about the situation when she overdosed. It turns out there was a party at her house mm -hmm. that lasted all night. And when the police came and uh, emergency uh, vehicles came to help her, no one was there because guess what? They all left. Whoever was at the party scattered. That's crazy. Mm. Now they're saying they don't know if the party had broken up before that or if people scattered once it was apparent that she was in trouble. But members of her team were present when the first responders arrived. They would not give information about the drug or whatever drug she took and she was not uh, letting people know what she took either. Now her and her friends reportedly, her quote unquote friends, reportedly had Narcan on hand. That's what they used to reverse the effects of some drug overdoses. Knowing, I guess, that they were going to be using drugs all night at the party, somebody might potentially overdose. I guess you got to applaud them for being prepared, right? Well, maybe not using no, drugs to maybe overdose. not using drugs at all. I mean, it's kind of like I'm saying, though, if you're going to do them, at least they, I guess that's the safest way to do them. Make sure you have someone on deck no. in case you now, overdose. Now, I'm not a doctor. You just, no. According to an insider, the people she's been hanging around lately aren't her real friends. They don't have her best interest at heart. She's pushed her true friends away. And she's had to find creative and sneaky ways to get drugs because her team and those that really care about her try to keep a close watch on her. They actually even tried to do an intervention. How committed of a drug user are you that you got that stuff just laying around just in case you overdose?
overdose. Like, who plans to overdose? I don't even know where you get that from, but, I mean, it's, it's sad. You shouldn't it's plan sad. to overdose. All right. Now, she even, as you know, wrote the song Sober that had celebrated her being sober for six years and clearly uh, and then falling off the wagon. Well, oddly enough, when she was performing, she forgot the lyrics. Listen to this. Hard to perform that song when you're not sober. That's what that sounds like to me. I guess that's the point of the song, though, is that she wasn't sober anymore and she was apologizing. Mm. All right, well, I'm... And she's young, right? She's like 26? 25. 25, wow. Maybe she's... Yeah, she's 25. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Charlemagne! Yes. Who are you giving that donkey to? Listen, it's a double donkey, man. Uh, A bride and a groom-to-be. They didn't make it down the aisle. We'll find out. Four after the hour, right here on the World's Most Dangerous Morning Show, The Breakfast Club. This don't be a donkey, because right now you want some real donkeys. It's time for donkey of the day. So if you ever feel I need to be a donkey, man, <laughs> hit me with the heat. Did she get donkey today? Please tell me. I have become donkey of the day. At the breakfast club, bitches. You're a donkey. Yes, donkey of the day for Thursday, July 26th is a double donkey. It goes to Brandon Watkins of Colorado Springs and his bride-to-be, Jacqueline Sosa. Now, Brandon was scheduled to get married in Las Vegas to his bride, Jacqueline, but the wedding didn't happen. See, the couple ended up getting into a fight over an invite, but not just any invite. See, poor Brandon suffers from being a man, and some of us men, when we are thinking with the wrong head, make very poor decisions, and Brandon's little head caused him to make the poor choice of allegedly inviting a woman he was having an affair with to his wedding. Oh, boy. You dudes treat the one that you, with the same respect you treat the one that you love it, and that ain't about nothing. Now, I am a proud member of the faithful black male community, but when I was in these streets, reckless, I just knew it was certain rules to abide by when it came to your side chick, your mistress, uh, the woman you're having an affair with, whatever you want to call her. Okay, like when you look at a dinner plate, all right, when you get served dinner, the sides don't come out with the entree, okay? They bring you your steak, and then they bring you your fries, okay? Then they bring you your mac and cheese, and they place them on the table accordingly, and by accordingly, I mean to the side, but that entree gets put right in front of you, because that's the main course, that's yours, okay, that's your focus, all right, the woman you're having an affair with, your side shouldn't be your focus, okay, you don't spend the main holidays with her, all right, no Thanksgiving, no Christmas, no New Year's Eve, no Valentine's Day, you're not even supposed to know her birthday, Envy, you want to chime in on this? Now, you're being real no, bougie no, no, right no. now, I don't know, some restaurants, they put the... The entree on the same plate as the fries. Oh, so, you, so you're saying the side nah, you'd be in the same nah, place as the entree? Nah, that's not the restaurants I go to. But oh, I'm just saying okay. The restaurants you go to. But, but either way, the sides are still placed accordingly. Absolutely. Okay, the, the, the burger would be positioned in the middle of the plate. The fries would be off to the side. Damn, they're hanging off the plate. One might even fall off. All I'm saying is, if you are spending holidays with the woman you are having an affair with, if you are spending her you know, birthday with her, then you are doing too much. All right? If you are bringing your mistress to intimate family events, then you are doing too much, all right? You got your mistress around your kids. You're doing too much. Now, y'all know I'm an idiot savant, not the highest grade of weed in the dispensary, but if Brandon wanted to invite his mistress to a wedding, his wedding, <laughs> that means he was violating all those rules of engagement when it comes to his side chick, okay? You don't just wake up and say, you know who needs to be a guest at my wedding? The woman I'm having an affair with, all right? Either you really wasn't cheating with her or you really trust your side chick, Brandon. And Brandon, I'm here to tell you that you shouldn't trust her that much. You must, you must suffer from zero anxiety. Because with my anxiety, there is no way I could have my side chick in the wedding and stand through the pastor saying whether, whether they know of any lawful reason why two people should not marry. Speak now, forever hold your peace. Bruh, that's a fair factor challenge, okay? I don't want no parts of that at all. My heart beating fast just thinking about it. Now, I know you heard me say it was a double donkey, so what is Jacqueline 
the bride-to-be getting donkey for? Well, the former bride-to-be follows one simple rule. You can't force a person to show you respect, but you can refuse to be disrespected. And when it comes to Brandon inviting his side chick to the wedding, Jacqueline refused to be disrespected. Let's go to KKTV CBS 11 News for the report, please. Police say an enraged bride-to-be killed her own fiancé all over a potential wedding guest. Don, the documents say she thought he was having an affair and that he wanted to invite that woman to their wedding in Las Vegas. According to arrest papers, 31-year-old Jacqueline Souza called 911 to say her fiancé, Brandon Watkins, was bleeding in their kitchen. When police got there, they found him dead on the kitchen kitchen floor, the bloody knife on the kitchen table. The papers say she initially told officers she was in a different room and found her fiancé with a knife in his chest, that she panicked, pulled it out, and threw it on the kitchen table. She's accused of murder. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Jacqueline killed Brandon. Stabbed him right in the chest. Didn't even get a chance to do the wedding vows and saying, tell death to us part. Nope. Jacqueline decided to part with him way before that. Now, I have no problem with a woman putting the fear of God in a man, but ladies, don't throw your life away because your man got a part-time bae. He's giving full-time bae benefits, too. Okay, do you really want to spend the rest of your life in jail over your husband's side piece? All right, Jacqueline is facing a second-degree murder charge. Brandon is dead. And the woman he was allegedly having an affair with is canceling her reservation to Vegas to attend the wedding, or she may still come to Vegas to continue to live her best life and find another husband to creep with. And the world will keep rotating. Please give Brandon and Jacqueline the sweet sounds of the Hamiltons, please. Oh, now you are the donkey of the day. You are the donkey of the day. All right. Just another reason to stay in this nice gated neighborhood called the Faithful Male Community. All right. That's all. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey today. Mm-hmm. Now, when we come back, ask ye 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice, you can call ye right now. And ye, we have a, a young lady on the phone that's really going through it. Yes, I heard she's crying and everything. Yeah, so. she's very depressed and she doesn't want to be here anymore. So you can help her when we come back. All right. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Everybody, it's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Yee, and we have Anonymous on the line, Yee. What's your question <laughs> for Yee? Um, my question is, um, and I, has any of you dealt with uh, depression, uh, suicidal thoughts, uh, anxiety, and how did you get past it? Um, I'm fresh out of an abusive mentally and physical uh, relationship. Um, I'm not happy. Um, I, I, the best thing in my life is my son, and that's an issue there. I don't have the support of my family. Um, when I finally talked to my dad about it, who is minister, mm-hmm. um, he said it was my fault. Mm. Um, wow, that's terrible. Poor choices. Yeah, poor choices. And, um, and, and I should pray about it. And, and it's my fault. I should stop thinking about it. It's 100% not your fault, number one. One of the main things with dealing with depression is being able to express yourself and just even sometimes just tell somebody how you feel. Do you have anybody else that you can talk to? Oh, not really. I mean, I used to really be close to my dad, but I don't know what happened. I wasn't expecting him to. Were you from? Where are you Louisiana. from? Louisiana. Louisiana. I'm, I'm in Texas, so um, I don't really have a lot of family. And um, when I reached out to family, my dad, what happened is kind of, and it just happened yesterday, it just kind of blew me away because if I could just stop 
then of course I would. You mm-hmm. know, so nobody mm-hmm. wants to build. Like you know, no, the, you know what I, the problem is? The problem is a lot of times people really haven't gone through that, so they don't know how to talk to you, and they think it's light, but it's not light. Because I've been in that same predicament, and I was there. I was probably at my my worst part of my life, and I felt the same way, and I didn't want to be here, and I felt like the world would be better, and my family would be better without me in it. But you have to realize that that's not true, and you have to realize, like you said, you have a young child, and you have to live for that young child. And I know it's very difficult because you feel like you have nobody to talk to, and that's the hardest thing, because you feel kind of embarrassed. But... You can't feel that way, and if you don't have anybody to talk to, I'm gonna put you on hold. I don't know. I know this is Ask Gee, but I, I, I know, I've been I'm there, like, Hello, so I, I really know <laughs> what it feels like, like to the point where I almost. And I will give you my number, and you can call me, and you can talk to me anytime you need to. I don't I'm care glad if it's you didn't. four o'clock in the morning, five I'm in the morning. I don't didn't. care because I. Being at that point and feeling like you have nobody to talk to, thank God my wife was there and I was able to be able to talk to her. I just want to let you know that it is a sickness and it is a problem when sometimes people think that this is something you should be able to handle yourself. It's a disease. So don't think that there's anything wrong with you. This is something that you really do need to seek professional outside help. It's not something where you can just pick yourself up out of it. There's a lot of... um, you know, research that's been done and it, it could have a lot to do with many different things. Like you said, you're just coming out of a relationship. You don't have anybody close to you to talk to. There's so many things that's going on here. I do, however, have a friend uh, who is a therapist who would, I'm sure, love to speak with you and give you some professional advice because I would hate to have anything happen to you and feel like, you know, we couldn't be of some assistance. So if you hold on the line, I'm going to get you his information so that you guys can talk to each other and he can uh, guide you in the right direction. Okay, thank you. But I don't don't want you to ever, ever, ever blame yourself for anything. This is completely not your fault. Life beats us up sometimes. Thank you. Okay, I'm going to give you my hold number on the too, line. all right? You hold on. Don't hang up. Okay. All right. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Mandy. Hey, Mama, what's your question for you? Okay, so I've been seeing this guy for the past two years now, and I, he was married with kids. He lied to me, told me he was, he was getting a divorce, and um, when I found out that he was married with kids, I found out that his wife was pregnant at that time. And then after a while, his wife found out that we were talking, and then he ended up putting a restraining order against me. And um, when his wife found out, but when we went to court, he dropped the restraining order, and we continued to see each other after that and continued to do exotic things. And I recently called him the other day and said, hey, I don't want to do this anymore. It's not right. You know, I'm stepping on my game, and you're not what I want to attract in life. So I was wondering, should I tell his wife? Should I... Should I have that kind of closure? Or should I just not hurt her feelings and move on with my life? Because I feel like she deserves to know. But at the same time, I feel like it would crush her knowing for a fact that hold his wife or I'll stop talking to her. You know, I'm not going to see her or anything. Listen, babe, just extract yourself from this whole entire mess. Just be gone. Be done with him. Move on. He put out a restraining order against you. He's a terrible, disgusting person. I'm quite sure his wife... Okay, and, and clearly then, his wife knows that he's cheating, right? And that he cheated. Um, she knows. I don't think she still. I don't think she still knows. She trust me. She knows. Like his wife knows, and I'm sure this isn't going to be his first and last time doing this. A lot of times, uh, I don't. I don't think you should get involved in whatever their situation is. I think you just need to walk away and walk away for good permanently. Okay. And let him know if he continues to bother you or call you, then you'll let his wife know. Okay. But trust and believe the fact that all this stuff happened in court, she knows. And she has chosen to stay. Okay. All right. Good luck.
All right. Ask Yee. 800-585-1051. If you got a question for Yee, call her now. everybody. It's, it's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Yee. Now, Yee, that was a crazy call just a second ago. Yeah, and Hurt I do want to say for anonymous our anonymous caller, she called and she said that she was depressed and she was contemplating suicide. I did get her in contact with Dr. Kendall Jasper. He's been up here on The Breakfast Club before, so he has been speaking with her, and we will keep you updated. Um, you know, obviously we appreciate the fact that she trusted us enough to call us with the severity of the issues that she's having. So, again, I know a lot of people go through all kinds of things, and we're here for you. And that's yeah. really what it's all about. Yeah, so. she texted me already, so I'll stay in, in close contact with her. Now, ye, uh, let's go to the phone lines. Uh, hello, who's this? This is uh, Ye. What's going on, man? Yeah, what's up, man? What's your question for Ye? My question for Ye is, how do you keep the marriage spiced up without sex, man? So you're married, but you and your wife don't have sex at all? Uh, we really can't do the complications we used. She had tw- about 2012, had vaginal cancer, and the radiation pretty much just killed that. So in the meantime, we pretty much, uh, I guess, got to save up money for her to get surgery so we can have that again. But in the meantime, you know, I just want to make sure everything's straight between us. Okay. And so are you guys affectionate with each other? Uh, We kind of just got to that point. Mm-hmm. Um, it, It's been a whole bunch of resentment, especially on my end. Right. Uh, trying to do with it. And I guess on her end, too, she was doing uh, some things that didn't include me in her life and I guess kind of kept us co-parenting but I want to be more than that. So it seems like you guys are trying to rebuild your relationship, so it's like you're dating again. Yeah, yeah. And after 10 years of being married and then three years of not having anything, total of 14, mm-hmm. yeah, boy. Well, I'm sure it is difficult, but the resentment thing, you know, you have to understand is really difficult for her because she's the one that's going through what she's going through also. And. Right, right. I'm sure that there's things you can do on your own to please yourself. I'm, you're masturbating. Oh, I got to. Okay, I... that's fine. There's nothing wrong. I'm not making fun of you. So at least you're able to do that. I just think y'all got to uh, just... For, this is actually might end up being beneficial to your relationship in the long run because you can get closer to what made you fall in love with her in the first place. So you guys can plan right. some really fun, great nights out together, things that you can do. You can still be affectionate. You can kiss. You could watch movies. You can Netflix and chill. You could go out, plan dates, do fun things together, get to know each other again. So when it is that time for you guys, after all the complications that she's gone through, when it is time for you guys to have sex, it'll be like y'all did it for the first time and you have something to look forward to. You're right. You're right. And I, I've been holding on to that dream. Yeah, that's that's pretty much the moves I've been making Uh love ice cream dates after work and stuff. We got three kids and kind of hard to find time with them. We got them in church activities and stuff. But Right. And, you know, I think if anything, she understands what position you're in. You don't have to remind her because I'm sure she already feels bad about it. All right. Well, hopefully uh, anybody else that's going through something similar to that can learn, too. Yeah. No, you're, you're a great guy, man. You're a great man for this. Appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. Anybody else got any words? Envy? Whether it's it's going out on on dates or sometimes just just a full body kiss, a full body massage, you know, and and then you take care of yourself when she falls asleep. What the hell is a full body kiss? Wait, Put wait, me wait. on to that. You, know, you don't have a kiss your wife from head to toe.
Oh, say that. Full body. I'm like, what kind of, how big are your lips? What kind of full body kiss? <laughs> you you make it how, sound like you just kiss one time and cover the whole body. That's what you want to know how big I, my I, lips are? All right, Jamal. Like, well, what? check back Put, in with us and let us know how that goes. We're really rooting for you. Man, thank you. Thank All right, brother. All right, that's Ask Yee. 800-585-1051. Now, Yee, we got rumors on the way? Yes, we'll be talking about Quavo. He did an interview in Billboard and find out some of the things he had to say, in particular, how one big hit song he wrote he forgot about. All right, we'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. Rumor, rumor, rumor. On The Breakfast Club. So listen up. Well, a third person has been arrested for Tentacion's murder. Robert Allen, he was arrested uh, yesterday in rural Georgia. According to Joe Records, he's being held in Dodge County. Now, he was a guy that they originally wanted as a person of interest because he was caught on surveillance video outside the motorcycle dealership uh, moments before the murder happened. He'll be extradited to face charges along with the two others, Michael Boatwright and Dedrick Williams. Now, there's one more person who's still at large. They've named him as a trigger man, Trayvon Newsom. That's the only suspect that is still at large. We'll keep you updated. Mm. And they found him at his sister's house in Georgia? Uh, I don't I don't know where. They just said he was in rural Georgia. No, I hope yeah. they get them all. Yeah, I hope so. This last one. One more down to go. All right, Lena Waithe. She has done a first look deal with Showtime. Drop on the clues bomb for Lena Waithe, damn it. So she'll be doing a comedy and drama projects that she both writes and produces. Now they said, we fell in love with Lena's voice when we ordered her pilot for The Shy three years ago. We've watched in awe at her powerful impact on our industry and our culture. Lena Waithe also commented, I've been a fan of Showtime for as long as I can remember. They make shows that most networks wouldn't touch and they've never been afraid of taking risks. I look forward to introdu- introducing my Showtime family to fresh and exciting new voices. Do a spinoff of the kids on The Shy. That's what I would like to see. The young kids. Yes. Yeah. All right, Quavo did an interview for Billboard, and he talked about a few different things. He talks about going on tour with Drake. We told you the Migos are going on tour with Drake, but it has been delayed the first few dates because they're trying to get everything right. Uh, now they said, I'm looking forward to this. Quavo said, I'm looking forward to this basketball tournament we are got going on the whole tour. It's like a playoff game and a trophy made. It's going to be really intense. Every day we're going to work out and get to the athletics. They also talked about the song Ape Ish. That was originally Amigos record, the Beyonce and Jay-Z song. He said, I was in the lab with Pharrell. I actually made Ape Ish and Stir Fry in the same day and hour. I made Stir Fry first. Then right after that, he pulled up another beat and we made Ape Ish. I left both records, and he sent me Stir Fry. I told him I was going to use that for the album. I totally forgot about Apish. I forgot about it. I knew he was going to do something with it, and then he called me one day saying, it's out of here, and it definitely was. Mm. Yeah, imagine that. So wrote that. it as meaning he wrote the hook. Um, I thought everybody I mean, said originally they, it was uh, their song. Yeah, I remember everybody saying they was on the record. I couldn't really tell because Beyonce sounded like one of the Migos on that record. But I don't know what it sounded like before. Mm. Is the, is the, are the Migos on that record? Or Quavo? Sound like somebody had libs on there. Yeah, well, let's be honest. Just that good at mimicking. <laughs> yeah, mm. I remember people saying that. I don't know. Mm. Now Odell Beckham Jr. He's being accused of offering a thousand dollars for sex, right? Uh, and one man who's already suing him for fifteen million dollars over an alleged assault earlier this year says he has evidence that Odell Beckham Jr. attempted to pay a woman one thousand dollars for sex. He's denying this. That's a crime. Uh, yeah, you can't pay for sex unless you're in. I think what Vegas? Vegas isn't prostitution legal. I think I don't even know if it's uh, legal in the state of Nevada. You're saying? Yeah. I'm not sure how that works. Oh. But I know in brothels, certain brothels yeah, yeah, are legal. Yeah, yeah. That's what but I, was asking. I don't know if you could just walk up to somebody and say, "Here's a thousand dollars." That's but, what you did. But yeah, it is illegal to um, in most states to pay money for sex. Now, 
interestingly enough, he also just got baptized. I don't know if you guys saw. He got baptized in Jerusalem this week. Uh, he's being dunked in the water by a priest, and then uh, he po- he posted, fresh start, what a time, and then he put the hashtag, I'm forgiven. So there you go. He went to the Middle East, and guess whatever it was that happened, he's forgiven now. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, uh, shout to Revolt. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Everybody else, the People's Choice mixes up next. Let me know what you want to hear. If you need to get your request in, 800-585-1051. All right. And again, uh, I want to say shout out to Little Duval. Right. Yes, sir. L- Lil Duval signed a record deal to Empire. Yeah, so I'm I'm, I'm happy and proud of Lil Duval. Duval got him a bag. <laughs> I don't know if he got a bag. Well, I'm sure Duval got a bag. Duval got a, got him. Duval got a. Let me stop. I don't know what Duval got. I don't know what he got. Duval right. doing it. Duval's living his best life. He definitely is. Okay. Well, congratulations to Lil Duval. And he ain't going back and forth with his accountant. God damn it. There you go. All right. All right. Well, the People's Choice mixes up next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning.